Welcome to Canary in a Coal Mine. I am joined by Jesse Jensen, who is running for Congress in Washington's 8th District. And that means he's taking on Kim Schreier, who I would very much like to see somebody else take that seat. Jesse, thank you so much for being with us today. Appreciate you having me on. It's a great opportunity. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. So what would you say? I've looked at your website, and I see a ton of stuff there. First day in office, what are your top three issues you want to tackle? Uh, That's great. Great question. So the first three, one of the things we want to do, it's a little wonky, is expand the height of Stampede Pass. And this does a few things. It gets uh, semi-trailers off the road. It reduces congestion in western Washington. It creates jobs in Ellensburg. And it reduces pollution. It really increases our rail capacity and it does a lot of things. Jobs in the economy are kind of some of the top issues that I hear about. The second thing is I want universal broadband. I want to make sure that the homework gap doesn't get bigger. Uh, Governor Inslee has effectively shut down schools in, in a lot of areas and people aren't able to get their kids to school. We need more telehealth. We need a whole host of things. And Washington State is this huge uh, technology center, and we're, we've got places in, in rural, 8th congressional, even in places in Issaquah that don't yet have broadband. We need to fix that. And third and finally, I'm going to defend the police, make sure that we're fully funding all the police programs. Congressman Dave Reichert's one of the guys that's endorsed me, the former King County Sheriff, the guy that caught the Green River Killer. And he'll tell you, good cops don't like bad cops. We want to make sure that we have the funding. My opponent, on the other hand, wants to cut $22 million from Brian Criminal Justice Assistance Grant, something that she voted for. Uh, she also supports a Washington state income tax and a takeover of our health care that would cost $32 trillion with a T. Uh, So she is just absolutely the wrong choice in a COVID recovery uh, because she's going to raise our taxes and kill our economy. So you bring up some interesting points. You bring up a lot of interesting points, but a lot of people vote for their congressmen, congresswoman, thinking that they're going to solve their local issues and don't realize that it's more about the state. It's more about the federal government. We just got the news today that Boeing is moving the 787 out of Washington state. You're in office tomorrow. What can you do to fix that, to bring the next plane here? What would be your solution to this problem? Because they're not changing their minds. Yeah, Rick Larson is, uh, I think, tearing his hair out right now. He represents Everett, which, you know, of course, has got all the the plants there. Uh, You know, I think that that's, again, that is really, unfortunately, it is a state issue. And I think Governor Inslee, uh, his relationship has soured so much that he described working with Boeing as being mugged. Uh, recently, which is not a a professional thing for a governor to be saying uh, about a business. One thing that I can say that uh, we would have an impact on is Congresswoman Schreier supports Joe Biden's plan to raise the corporate income tax by 7%. And that would just destroy a lot of the small and medium-sized businesses. When it comes specifically to Boeing, uh, my father-in-law worked there for 43 years, right? Uh, this is a, a stalwart, a huge uh, pillar of the Washington state economy. And I think we're going to continue to see folks leaving if we don't change the way that we do business in Washington state when it comes to business. Uh, so it would be something that I would work with closely with uh, state and local leaders. Uh, Bruce Dammeyer is one of the guys that's endorsed me. He's actually done a great job in Pierce County. Uh, when King County tried to pass that crazy head tax, Pierce County came back and said, hey, we'll give you $250 credit for every job that you create. We need more leaders like Bruce than we need Dow Constantine, who recently asked for two uh, police detectives, sheriff's police detectives to protect his house during the riots and then proceeded to leave his house and uh, mock and, and denigrate the police who were there to protect him that he asked to come to protect him. 
So these are the kind of leaders that we see in King County. And thank you for running for Seattle uh, City Council last uh, term. Holy cow, we need uh, guys like you who are who are not uh, gutting the police departments and driving companies like Boeing out of there. So in summation, you know, I'm going to fight. We need more servant leaders, guys like me that are going to bring common sense solutions uh, like we were seeing in Pierce County, not that we're seeing in parts of King County. So there's two things I want to dig in a little more on that you mentioned. And one of them is broadband. We saw, just like you're mentioning, all this demonizing of corporations, Amazon, Microsoft, CenturyLink, Comcast, mm -hmm. they bailed out the public school system, especially Seattle public schools, yep. when they said, oh, we can't offer online schooling when we're shutting down by giving them all the technology and stuff. So would your plan be to partner with these companies or are you talking tax incentives? How do you want to make this broadband happen? Because budget is obviously a problem given the huge shortfall in the federal budget. The deficit is just going through the roof and in terms of the Washington state budget. Yeah. So, you know, I think that the, the public private partnership is crucial and that's something that, you know, is incentivized when you, you look at some of these guys uh, I, you know, I think that for the universal broadband thing, this is something that should be uh, at a very low cost, if not free out of the gate for the first two years. And then you would allow these private companies to come in and, and to make money on this broadband system that we would be implementing. And a, a lot of this stuff is ready, ready to go. You just need some help from the AT&Ts of the world to actually go and create this stuff. And this is actually, you hear a lot about shovel ready jobs. This is an opportunity where we could get guys and gals to work on this infrastructure tomorrow. Uh, so you, you got to, as you say, you got to balance it to make sure that you're not, you know, ballooning the deficit, uh, especially when you're faced with some of these three trillion dollars uh, heroes act that Congresswoman Schreier voted for uh, that gives twelve hundred dollar uh, credit cards, essentially debit cards to illegal immigrants for, for COVID relief and just a host of other some of these just crazy spending bills uh, supported essentially the Green New Deal in sheep's clothing, a, a new bill that was just recently passed that would actually harm farmers. Uh, and again, I mentioned her vote against rural broadband. So we need to make sure that we're getting the infrastructure out there, that we're working with the private sector. Uh, I've got a plan on the environment that actually uh, looks to, to deregulate and encourage innovation in the private sector to get nuclear energy uh, to developing world places like China and India that are using the most uh, dirty coal producing stuff. So, you know, there are common sense solutions. You can't demonize corporations. You have to work with them. Uh, but sometimes you need to make sure that there's an incentive, you know, specifically around Stampede Pass. It doesn't make financial sense for uh, Burlington Northern or UP Railroad to do this or they would have done it. But it makes a lot of sense when you look further down the line and you see the positive impacts on the economy and the, the jobs that you could be bringing in and the additional industry that you could be bringing into Western Washington uh, by reducing some of the congestion and making sure that there's the ability to grow. Because, you know, that's one of the things that Boeing looks at, right? Like they probably made this decision based on the cost of labor and, you know, consolidating, but they're also looking at, you know, a whole host of other things. And Amazon and Microsoft are certainly looking at quality of life uh, when they're making decisions about where to put their employees. Look at Amazon uh, creating 10,000 new jobs in Bellevue as opposed to Seattle. And part of that is because of the head tax. Part of that, though, is you can't walk down the street without uh, fearing for your safety in a lot of instances in downtown Seattle. So yeah, because you bring it up again, probably one of the more important issues on people's mind this time is what's going on with the police departments and demonizing the police department. What could be done at a federal level 
deal with these municipalities that are defunding the police department and putting people at risk. I mean, you look at Minneapolis and you see that the city council is now reversing their position saying, oh, we didn't expect crime to go up this much. I mean, what yeah. they think was going to happen. So what could yeah. be done on a federal level? I mean, I did like that in Portland, in Oregon, they cross-deputized the police officers there to make them marshals. So that way now they're federal crimes because nobody locally was enforcing the law. So mm-hmm. what could be done on a federal level in addition to that that might help out and resolve a lot of the riots and urban chaos. Right. Well, you know, I think part of the equation is police reform, right? And again, I mentioned it, that good cops don't like bad cops. And it's unfortunate that the Democrats have been blocking any sort of common sense bipartisan police reform bills, because it's clear they would prefer to have this as an issue in the election rather than trying to solve it. Senator Tim Scott put forward a great proposal in the Senate. He's one of two African-American men in the Senate uh, called the Justice Act that has a uh, sort of reporting requirement at a national level, national registry for bad actors for for bad police officers. It's over 14,000 different police departments in the United States. And today, in a lot of places, you can go from one police department to another without having to conduct a background check or to register. And so you really do are just kicking the can down the road. There's other common sense things in there, like making lynching a federal crime. Believe it or not, lynching, still not a federal crime in these United States. That is reprehensible, and that should be changed immediately. And there's just one thing after another, more funding for police body cameras. You know, I'm talking to the Issaquah police uh, chief. I'm talking to the Auburn chief of police. I've got endorsements from the Kittitas and Chelan County sheriffs. And they'll tell you, when it comes to body cameras, the cost isn't the camera itself. That's pretty cheap, right? The real cost is blurring out all the stuff in the background when there's a public records request uh, because you don't want some kid's face on there. Or you don't want, you know, something else that's that's unfortunate uh, to be displayed. And, you know, just the storage costs for the stuff. So, you know, again, there's a lot of common sense stuff in there that, that we need to pass. The other thing when it comes to federal law enforcement, you know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, Congresswoman Schreier says she doesn't hyper focus on Seattle. That's those are her words. But she was very quick to sign a letter to President Trump when uh, they decided to send in uh, federal law enforcement into Seattle. Uh, so she seemed to hyper focus on it then, uh, but she didn't hyper focus on it when two Antifa rioters went and quick sealed the door of the East Precinct shut with quick seal concrete and then lit it on fire, right? That's attempted murder and she did not condemn that. So it's really unfortunate. She also legislatively had the opportunity to condemn the Chaz and the CHOP there in Seattle uh, and to condemn the defund the police movement and she voted against that resolution. So she would rather stand sort of with the far left progressive wing of her party than to actually move forward some positive police reform that has bipartisan support. Well, Jesse, you've got my vote. So how do people find out more about you? What's the best way for them to donate, to volunteer, and support your campaign? Yeah, well, great question, and thank you. It's Jesse Jensen 2020, J-E-S-S-E-J-E-N-S-E-N 2020.com. Uh, there you can find a host of my uh, my background. I'm a four-tour U.S. Army Special Operations Combat Vet. You can sign up to volunteer to donate. Find out more about Kim Schreier and her voting record and her support for a Washington state income tax, uh, which again, it would just kill our economy coming out of COVID-19. So again, appreciate the support. I humbly ask all of your viewers who live in the 8th Congressional District, who have friends and family in the 8th Congressional District for their vote and for their support. Awesome. Jesse Jensen, thank you so much for being with us. And we'll be back after a brief word from our sponsor. <laughs> 